Welcome to this week's episode of the North Bible Church Podcast. Now, let's join our pastor as we open God's Word together. Good morning. My name is Wes, mission pastor here at North. That was incredible, watching uh, folks share their testimony and, and see them be baptized and um, Jeff just couldn't stop talking about baptism like the last month, and so I'm like, I'm glad, kind of glad it's over with, because he just kept talking about it for like a month. No, it's, it's awesome to, to be a part of that, and, and of course we had Easter two weeks ago, and of course we celebrated the hope that we have in, in Jesus, and then last Sunday, uh, Adam spoke about our resurrection, and, and then our life with him, and ultimately that love and humility uh, goes forward from that. Today we're going to talk about God's calling on our life and what that is and what that what that isn't and then also uh, next Sunday Jay's kind of kind of cap this cap this off talking about where North has been and where North is going over this this next year and so um, I get to share with you about God's calling today and so before I pray I just want to talk about uh, kind of set our intentions this morning well you know why why did you come why are you sitting in in this seat today in this building did you come because of the baptisms uh, did you come because you felt like you, you, know, you needed to hear from the Lord this morning? Did you come because there was a family member who told you that you were coming? Uh, did you come out of some other obligation or um, desire? Did you come to learn this morning? You know, uh, no matter why you came, my encouragement to you is in this moment, uh, just, just you know, say to yourself or within your heart and your mind and just say, okay, this no matter why I, was, I came, why I chose to be here this morning, I, I just want to, from here on out, experience what you want for us today. From the Holy Spirit, I just want what the Holy Spirit wants to say to me this morning. You know, I, I stand here uh, because of who Jesus is. Um, I am I'm a flawed person. I make mistakes. I sin. But because of who Jesus is, then I get to uh, be here today. Of course, last Sunday, Adam mentioned uh, my... Uh, my weekly My Fault Monday that I post um, on, on Monday, kind of talking about the different dumb things that I've done. And it's kind of a fun thing to do and for people to follow along. Um, but, uh, you know, because of Jesus, I can stand here today, but I do make some, some mistakes. And so one, not even like an hour after Adam mentioned the My Fault Monday last Sunday, I had some great content for My Fault Monday because I was supposed to lock up the church last Sunday and I just didn't, and I left before people were, you know, people were running around. So at 4 o'clock last Sunday, 4 p.m., uh, Sharon comes by to drop something off, and the doors were propped open. All the lights were on. Um, the, the doors to the office were open. There, no alarm was set, and so I had great content. So thank you, Adam, for teeing that up for me uh, that I got to share uh, my fault Monday. But I stand before you today. A flawed person, but because of who Jesus is, uh, I get to share with you today. And so before, uh, before I pray, I want to talk about my goals for today, just to kind of make it, put it out there. Uh, my goals for uh, today are to lift up Jesus um, above everything else, uh, above myself, above any situation, above anything else. I lift up Jesus. Uh, I, I want to discuss the matter of calling, uh, call, God's call in our life from Jesus' perspective. I want to discuss what God's calling is and what it is not. I, sometimes that it helps me to understand things if I understand what it isn't, if it helps me to understand what it is. Uh, to discuss um, how to know God's calling. How do we know what God's calling is for 
our life and then also provide ways for us to respond going forward. So let me pray. God, thank you for these baptisms, the faith uh, that, that you are moving. You are moving in the lives of people uh, within this church community, individuals uh, within with us, a body as a, a church and, and in our ministry uh, locally and internationally. And so I thank you for what you're doing. Uh, we just get to participate in that. I pray that this morning we hear um, from your spirit about calling and what you want for our lives. In your name, amen. So from my study and from my perspective on calling, and in, in particular God's calling on our life, it can pretty much be discussed in three main camps. Uh, there is a general calling for all people to be saved. You know, it says in uh, Isaiah 45:22, uh, "Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other." There is a general call for all humans, all people, to be saved to Christ. And then there's also another calling upon believers' lives uh, to submit their lives, submit all of their lives to God's plans and His purposes. Matthew 6.10, Jesus is, is uh, doing the Sermon on the Mount, and he says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As believers, we want to submit not just a part of our life, but all of our lives to, to Christ. So we are called to do that. And then a final aspect of God's calling is for a specific people, for a specific time, for a specific event, and for a specific purpose. And we're going to look at some of those from, from Scripture here in a minute, but a personal example of, of a you know, specific calling in, in my life was several years ago, my wife felt led to adopt a sibling group, and so then that became a, a calling upon my life as well, and so then we adopt Eric and Joseph. And that was a specific calling for a specific time for a specific purpose. And also, uh, our very own Taylor and Kaylee Bankhead feel specifically called to apartment life ministry just you know, a couple miles away, intentionally moved into that apartment complex to, to build relationships with people and through those relationships share the gospel. That is a specific call for a specific time. And then obviously, Adam and Kayla, the Knights, moved back to Ohio. So that, op- that had to be a calling from the Lord because who moves from Arizona <laughs> to Ohio? People move from Ohio to here, and that makes a whole lot of sense. But obviously, it was a call upon the Lord to move back to Ohio. No, seriously, though, we're very excited uh, for them to, to begin their specific calling in chaplaincy to the healthcare industry for, for Adam. I think many times uh, when we think about calling, we think of things like, what's my purpose? What career should I pursue? What school should I go to? Uh, what are my gifts? How should I use those? I think those are great questions to be asking, uh, but I think more often than not, call, our calling, or God's calling, is something different. So what is the calling on the lives of believers on a day-to-day basis? Well, here's a few things that our calling is not, okay? Our calling is not for you. My calling is not for me. Uh, I am not the purpose and reason for the calling in my life. If we're looking for calling to benefit us, then we are looking for the wrong thing. The sole purpose of calling is to build Jesus' kingdom here on the earth. So calling is not for you. Calling is also not from you. God and his mysterious plans that we get to discover along the way is not from us, but it's from the Lord. Many times we think we have a good idea, and then we like to say that it's God's calling on our life, uh, but we may be tricking ourselves, but 
sometimes the Lord gives us a specific calling in our life, and it, we have to determine the difference between our own ideas, right, and what God's plans are for our life. And it takes a humble heart in order to do just that. So calling is not for you, it's not from you, and it's, it's not for the future. Calling can benefit the future, we can say yes to something that impacts the future, but our, our calling is now. It's present. God is always calling us to be faithful to him in the now, in exactly what's in front of you, the people that you're, that you're talking to. So one of, the, one of the ways to say that is to like be on mission. I'm going I'm to be on mission with everything that I do. And so that can look like, you know, when I'm hanging out at Press Coffee right down the street, you know, maybe if there's a, a, relation, a relationship that I build with maybe one of the, the people who work there or a person who comes in, I can, you know, become their friend or whatever the case may be. But to be on mission and always be willing to share um, the love of Jesus with people. So a couple weeks ago, there was a guy, probably 30 years old. He had his dog. We're inside waiting for our coffee. And the dog kind of like jumps up on me. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's all right, that's all right. I have, I have a dog. And he goes, oh, you have a dog. What kind of dog is it? And I said, she too. And he goes, oh, that's awesome. And I go to myself, why did I tell him I had a Shih Tzu? I don't have a Shih Tzu. I have a Yorkie. But I couldn't think of the word Yorkie, and I didn't want to look dumb, so I made up something. And I said, I have a Shih Tzu. And lo and behold, he used to breed Shih Tzus. He used to train Shih Tzus. He knew everything there was to know about Shih Tzus. He's asking me all these specific questions about my dog. I had a choice to make. Do I, like, start making stuff up, or do I admit that I didn't know what I was talking about? I was kind of stuck, and I don't know why I do the things I do, and just, like, <sighs> so I ended up just trying to turn the conversation back to his dog, and I hope I don't ever see him again. No, um, <laughs> but anyway, I was trying to be on mission, you know, just kind of willing to do what the Lord wants me to do with, with my everyday. So our calling is not for us. It's not from us. It's not just for the future. It's for us currently, uh, right now, in our faithfulness to him. And then also, uh, calling is not ever going to be contrary to Jesus and his teachings. If there's something that you feel called to, but it doesn't fall in line, align itself with who Jesus was or he taught, it's not going to be from Lord. For example, if you say your family is your top calling, your top priority in your life, that's actually not what Jesus taught. Jesus taught that he is the number one priority and that we should, we should be willing to lay down everything, including the relationships with our family, if we needed to do so. And if, you, if you've wronged someone and, and you say to yourself, well, I, I know I wronged that person, I, I, I kind of want to apologize, but I, I don't think the conversation is going to go very well. So I'm just not. I'm just going to avoid it. That would be a calling that I believe would be outside of what Jesus would be asking you to do. So our calling or how we should respond to things should always fall in line with who Jesus is and what he's calling us to do. Our calling is not for us. It's not from us. It's not for the future. and It will never be contrary to Jesus' life and teachings. So what is our calling? As believers, uh, you know, we, I like to think about what Craig Groeschel, a, a pastor, he said it this way. Calling is about who you are before what you do. God is calling you to a who before he calls you to a do. 2 Timothy 1.9 says this, God saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works or the things that we do, but because 
of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus. God cares more about the who than what we do for him. Most of our live, lives is lived in the in-between moments. So what, I, what I'm saying is like, there are times when God may give you a specific thing that you know you need to do, and that's great. But most of our life is lived in between those moments, day-to-day following Jesus. So if, if calling is for salvation, for all to come to know God, or for full submission to God, or for specific times and specific moments, we are to submit to those. There are several passages that, that in Scripture that talk about these specific moments for specific people, like the story of Noah and the ark. Um, God was looking at his creation, and he was disappointed in the corruption that was going on. And so for hundreds of years, actually, Noah was living a faithful life without a specific calling. He was just, he was just obeying his, the second calling that we talked about is just being faithful to God. But then, because of Noah's faithfulness, he called him to something specific. It says in, in verse 8, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So God saw Noah. He saw he had favor upon him, and then he gave him a specific task because of who Noah was. Verses 14 and 15, make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the dark and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits, its breadth, 50 cubits, and its height, 30 cubits. Now, this is a very, very specific calling upon the Lord, upon one of his faithful people. God saw Noah's faithfulness, and he asked him to do something specific, and Noah then did exactly what he was commanded to do. Another passage looking at uh, God's calling is the story of Esther. I think it was Jay's first series that he started with here at North. And it's a story of Esther, who's faithful, Mordecai, who's faithful to the Lord. And God actually speaks to Esther through Mordecai as she was considering uh, preparing to meet the king. Verse 210 says, Esther had not made known uh, her people or kindred, for Mordecai had commanded her not to make it known. Esther was a Jew. And the Jewish people were, the king wanted to destroy all the Jewish people. And, And Mordecai, God spoke through Mordecai and said, you know, go to the king, but do not tell the king who you are. And then once the king wanted to destroy all the Jews, then God commanded Esther to then take the risk, go to the king, say, please don't kill the Jews. Oh, and by the way, I'm also a Jew. Don't kill me. And she did so, and that was a very specific calling upon her life for a specific reason, for a specific time. But it was only because there were many, many moments beforehand that she was faithful to the Lord. And then he gave us he gave, us, um, gave Esther that specific calling. So when we look at Scripture, I see a lot of different patterns that show, that show this is the pattern that we see. We see a person who is faithful to the Lord for a season or a really long time, and then God gives them something specific to do. You see that that happened with Moses. That happened with Abraham, with John the Baptist. God is calling us to a who before he calls us to ado. I was telling the guys in the Bible study on Thursday about this season in my life. I'd graduated college. I'd moved back from Mount Vernon, Ohio to uh, uh, College Park, Maryland. And I, actually, I was driving home, and I'd, my parents had moved recently. I didn't even know where my house was. 
So I had to call them on the way home. I didn't have a cell phone. I had to stop, went to a payphone. Hey, where do I live? And then they told me the address, and I went to where I was supposed to go. So I didn't know anyone in this area. And I'm trying to decide what's next for my life. I'd graduated college in five years, <coughs> instead of four. Um, and I really enjoyed school. I really enjoyed the people. All I wanted to do was to go back to Mount Vernon. That's, that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to find a job. I didn't care what job it was. I just wanted to go back because I had a bunch of friends there. I was comfortable there. But I was convicted as I was thinking about it, praying about it. I just, I knew that I had to, to tell the Lord, share with the Lord, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I didn't want to do that, but I knew it. I felt convicted that I needed to say, okay, God, you can take me wherever you want to take me. And I did that, and I meant it, and I kind of let the idea of Mount Vernon go away. Two weeks later, I get a call from someone at the college, and they had this job for me back at the school that I, I place I wanted to go back to. And it was a great fit for me, and you know, came out of nowhere. I didn't, wasn't even looking for a job. And so I'm like confused. I'm like, Lord, what are you, what are you doing here? What, how am I supposed to know? I gave this up. And so I was actually reading in the book of Daniel, chapter 4. And in this story, there's a, the king has a dream, and Daniel interprets this dream, and there's this tree that represents uh, the king's like, power and, and majesty and all of his kingdoms. And this, Daniel says, you, you need to give up to God all of your power, all of your kingdoms, you need, you need to put it in his hands. And the king, to his credit, um, acknowledged that. He didn't want the tree to be destroyed, so he said, okay, God, you can have all of these kingdoms, all of these things. And then God actually gave all of it back to the king. And as I was reading that, it like jumped off the page to me that what God was saying was, okay, you gave that up, and now I'm going to give it back. And he gave it back, and I went, and my wife was there, and we ended up getting married, and all the things. But it wasn't until I said to the Lord, it's yours. Like, I'll go wherever you want me to go. And then he gave it back to me. God's calling is more about the who and less about what we do. But sometimes, sometimes there is a specific thing that we're supposed to do, right? My dad once told me, at, we're having breakfast, and I was still in high school, and he's like, He's like, hey, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night last night about 2 a.m., and I felt like God was telling me something. I was like, really? Okay, that's interesting. That's kind of rare. He's like, yeah, it was really rare. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, well, what did, what did God say? He said, you need to move to Clarksville, Maryland, and plant a church. And I was like, well, that's really specific. And he's like, yeah. And I said, what are you going to do with that? He goes, I don't know. I'm going to keep thinking about it, praying about it, talk to people. I'm not quite sure. He goes, I had pizza right before I went to bed, so it could have been the pizza. I don't really know. <laughs> and I actually really appreciate that perspective because he, he held it with humility. He's like, I, I'm not exactly sure if this is me or if this is the pizza I ate or someone else's voice or maybe just an idea I had. Or, but he kind of just held it with tension and allowed, allowed the process to do what the process did. And ultimately, they ended up moving to Clarksville and he planted a church. It wasn't the pizza, apparently. But I appreciated that. And so as I look at Scripture, as I look at the different stories from other people, um, as I've processed my own, I kind of came up with my own little graph or understanding of how you can understand what maybe a, if God is calling you to something specific, how would you know what that thing is? And so I have this graph uh, that you can look at. And this is 
Now you can't find this graph in any of your study Bibles, or you know, it's not going to be in Matthew 5. This is just Wes's thoughts on how to figure out God's calling. Uh, but on this graph here, in the top left, you have uh, Jesus' life, teachings, and spirit. A specific, a specific calling in your life will always include and be in line with Jesus' teachings in his spirit. It will be from the Lord, and that will help determine it where God's will is for your life. At the top right there, you have your experiences, your passions, and your gifts. Most of the time, the, things, the specific things you're going to be called to will fall in line with something you've experienced, something you're passionate about, or something you are gifted in. And at the bottom there, you have counsel, friends, and feedback. The wisdom from other people, from ad, ad, other advisors, friends, trusted friends who love the Lord. The process of discussing that with them is a powerful tool, tool in determining what God's will is for your life and what he may be calling you to do. I believe each of these things kind of help determine and kind of put all these ingredients together to figure out what God's call is on your life. Now, can God call you to something that your friends think is just crazy and you shouldn't do it? Sure. That, that can happen at times and you need to pay attention to that and really be sure that's what the Lord is saying to you or maybe you need new friends. Um, God could also call you to something that is outside of your own experience that maybe you're not gifted at or you feel good at, but he will empower you along the way. Yes, that is possible for him to do, but I think most of the time he's going to work in this time frame. As a pastor, I have certain jobs and responsibilities and callings as the, as the role as a pastor, as the role of a husband, a dad, a coach, a neighbor, a friend, a softball teammate. My whole goal is to not strike out in softball. Taylor and uh, Tyler, they've seen that. It's really good. But I have specific roles in my life, and you have specific roles in your life that, that one, you should just generally um, be following the Lord and being faithful to him. But he may at times call you to specific things at specific times. I'm going to invite the band to come up and play here, but I want you to consider a few things this morning. If you're in the room and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would want you to consider that calling on your life. Is, is there something inside of you right now that is, is tugging at your heart that maybe you don't even understand right now, but there's just something in your spirit that is, that is wooing you, that is calling you to the Lord, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and ask him to forgive your sins and begin a relationship with him. Maybe he's calling you to do that right now? Have you surrendered your life to him? Is, is every area of your life given over to the Lord, or do you reserve some aspects of who you are for your own sake? I'm, I'm going to give you these things, but there's this part of me that I'm, I'm just going to hold on to. I'm going to control this part of my life. You can have everything else, but I got this area. Maybe God is calling you to give that up to him. Are you being faithful in the little things, the day-to-day -day stuff? Or are you waiting for the big thing? Maybe you're just like, okay, God, I'm just going to put my head down. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to be comfortable. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to pay my bills. And if you call me to that big, extravagant, awesome thing, I'll, of course I'll say yes then. But right now I'm just going to do, I'm going to do me. I'm, but w once the big thing comes, I'll do that. Is, is God calling you 
to something that you're just not doing. Maybe you know there's something you're supposed to do and you're, you're choosing not to do it. It's, are you so close to Jesus right now that your joy is overwhelming, that your peace is beyond understanding, and all you want is to spend time with him, talk to him, pray with him, tell other people about Jesus. You're so excited about what he is doing in your life. Consider these things as we continue to worship and pray this morning. God, I thank you that you call each of us uh, to you and for you. And we just want to respond this morning with giving ourselves to you for your plans and your purposes. We love you. Amen. In just a moment, we'll rejoin our pastor for today's closing thoughts. But first, we wanted to thank you for tuning in. North Bible Church is located in Scottsdale, Arizona, and exists to equip all generations to love God, love one another, and love the world. For more information about North, please visit our website at northbiblechurch.com. Now, some closing thoughts from our pastor. So we as individuals have callings in our life, one to just lay down our life for the Lord, but also specific callings. Some were called to be baptized this morning, which was awesome. Uh, but we also have this as a church. As a local body, we are not only called to the Word of God to, to keep, keep that first and foremost in our life, but also to specific things that North is called to do. And next week, Jay's going to talk a little bit more about what that has been and what that's going to be going forward. So I encourage you guys to be here next Sunday to participate in that. Of course, we have our prayer partners on the side of the room and then our cards in the back. We'll be praying for you this morning if you drop them in the, in the box. Love you guys. See ya. Thank you for joining us for this week's message. North Bible Church is located in Scottsdale, Arizona and exists to equip all generations to love God, love one another, and love the world. For more information about North, please visit our website at northbiblechurch.com.